Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Okay, 59. Dude, I would kill a kitten for that right now. Uh, Dude, you'd kill a kitten for fucking anything. I don't want to hear that slander. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) For the record, I would not kill a kitten in any circumstances. It's a cold open. Welcome everybody to Brews and Bruins episode 31 presented by Bruins Diehards. We did it. We got it. I'm here with Cam Newton Hasbrook and Dick Christie Gear. Uh, <laughs> Wait, my name is Drew Bledsoe that? Johnson. <laughs> all, all Patriots nicknames. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, cause I figured there's no Bruins, so might as well toss the Pats in there. Um, but yeah, how are you guys doing this past week? Uh, so, I guess, oh, oh, lots hey, to talk hey, about folks. Get ahead, ready Chris, for go, a please, 90 please, minute please. Well, so please. I was, I was going to say, uh, Drew, not the first person to use Cam Newton Hasbrook as a nickname on this podcast for Cam not in, even in the no, intro, no. but uh-huh. when I used the nickname, he was not yet a Patriot, which is you know, very interesting. That is true, actually. Mm. I didn't. Need, I that was a while ago, actually. I didn't think it was that long ago, but now thinking back, that was probably. What, I was like, like in spring? school, like I was at yeah. school. I would say late spring, probably. Yeah. Before before everything shut down. Yeah, I think I was also at school. Yeah, so. Huh. I I realize this podcast has been around like for as long as COVID has. Yeah, we're so. longer. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, as now. long. But like when people in America realized it, it was well. Later yeah, that's on, that's true. Yeah, you know. that's true. Since, so since we we gave things. birth to it, you know. We're, yeah, coincidence. <laughs> Maybe we're not. your good luck charm. <laughs> uh, um, what are you guys drinking? Well, I'm gonna looking at a can. Let's, so let, let's gonna... let Cam. Uh, well, okay, I'll I'll yeah, go, go for it. and then, we'll, we'll then Cam can say whatever he was gonna say. This no, is a good man. start to the podcast. Um, oh, this is great. I am drinking a level line pale ale from Topa Topa Brewing Company, and it has like this uh, this cool little picture of a trout uh, going after a uh, a fly. Um, Some good art. Yeah, it's a, a lemongrass tangerine woodsy tasting uh, pale ale. Look, Chris, mm. you know we don't give a shit about that. Is it or is it not a drinkable beer that you can taste? That's all I want to oh. know. Hell yeah, it's a drinkable beer. And you can you can taste it. Wow. <laughs> oh my. We are in for a treat tonight, folks. <laughs> I mean, Ooh. I guess Chris is in for a treat because he's the only one with a beer. Unless you're listening and happen to have the same beer, in which case, all the power to you. Uh, Ventura, California would be the location of Topa Topa Brewing Company. So, um, And for Colin, who hated that description, I have a PBR on the side. There you go. <laughs> Um, I am drinking a <clears throat> bold, 
uh, farmhouse blend Cumberland Farms iced coffee right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. I also grabbed an 18er of PBR for Colin. Uh, Colin, I'm sorry I sent the news on you. Um, <laughs> news I'll team. be honest with you. So I actually, so that I was, was talking so about funny. this early today. Like, so first of all, I, I was out hiking today with our meteorologist, Matt Honig. And uh, he was telling me, he's like, oh, so, dude, last week I was listening to Bruins and Bruins and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, hell yeah, thanks, man. <clears throat> um, but I was talking to him because I was like, I, I texted you guys being Drew and Chris uh, probably two weeks ago or whatever. Um, because somebody, I tweeted some stupid shit about the podcast like normal. And uh, my station, WGME, CBS 13, retweeted it from the account. <laughs> and... I'm pretty sure I know who retweeted it, and I thought at the time that they were just, like, meant to be logged into their own account, and so I sent it to you guys, and I was yeah. like, yo, guys, like, somebody tweeted this from the account for our station, like, I think it was, a you know, by accident, it was pretty funny, and then over the next, like, week or so, I realized that they kept retweeting my stuff, and even today, yeah. like, you know, and, and that shit with Colin happened... So, Colin, it's not – it wasn't a targeted attack. I didn't I didn't call it in. You know, I wasn't the commander-in-chief over here firing <laughs> didn't out. Didn't call in the airstrike. Yeah, exactly. But um, – I do think it's important for Colin to know that you are not running that account. <laughs> I do think that's important to note. Yeah. No, I have no say over gets over what gets tweeted, uh, at least from, from that account. I guess I could, I could tweet – I could come at him from that account if I wanted to directly, but I would probably be fired. So <laughs> – I I do that. I looked through their their uh, that account's tweets, and I saw that they retweeted a lot of like random shit from people who work there. Okay, like not necessarily like like reports on things, just like <laughs> random tweets some of their staff members have. And I was like, okay. Have you guys watched <laughs> the, the eleven thousand people following this news? Or have you guys watched uh, How I Met Your Mother? Stuff. Uh, I haven't yeah, watched, yeah. like, all the way through, admittedly, but, like, I pretty much have, yeah. So it reminds me of that episode uh, where Robin's high school boyfriend comes back into town, and he's, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to, he's trying to get her to, like, play, played by James Vanderbeek, by the way, uh, <laughs> trying to get her to play, like, his band's uh, song on the news, and she's like, it's, it's yeah. news, and he's like, <laughs> yeah, you just say, like, hey, I got some great news. Uh, there's this new band with this great song, and then you play it. <laughs> and that's what I think of when I think of your news station retweeting our podcast. I'm not going to lie. Like, hey, I've got some get, news. Yeah, we get some really weird – the emails and calls we get sometimes are A, concerning, but B, it's just like very entertaining at its own level. But yeah, we got a lot of haters. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Um, but yeah, Colin, oh, yeah. it's not me coming after you. I just want to lay that on the line. Well, it is me coming after you, but not from that account, I'll say. It's just <laughs> it's separate. I'm flanking you on the side with Chris. <laughs> um, I'm drinking an omission lager. That's, that's what that is. And, and how is that? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's great. I don't know. It's a beer I drink a lot. It's like a, it's like a PBR to me. Could you say? It's a gluten-free PBR, but it's not. You know. Could you say it's a drinkable beer? Maybe one that you can taste, or certainly drinkable. And yeah, there's a good taste to it, so I'd say so. Uh, it, right the on. taste doesn't even have to be good; it's just got to be a taste. We have, have to, to give. So from now on, we taste. have to re- 
we have to review our beers each week based on drinkability and <laughs> taste. How drinkable? Uh, scale of one to thirty-seven. All right, I think uh, let's start it right now, Chris. <laughs> one to whatever episode number we're on. No, so this the, week it would be one to thirty-one. Use, use the Bergeron scale because he's, he's oh true, yeah. in my mind. Chris, let's uh, debut yeah. it. Crack open this PBR with me, and let's do a team taste test here. Well, I, I have a PBR right. open already. Oh, well, there you go. Hold on, let's do a little. Definitely drinkable. PBR. I give, it, I give it like a 30 in terms of drinkability. Oh, I forgot we were going out of, out of 31. 37. 37. 37. Oh, I was thinking 8 out of 10, but so a little, a little higher I was giving it in drinkability, but all right. So Taste. you're on the Anders Bjork scale. Is, is that higher? I'm not a math guy. No, I meant yours is a little higher. Oh, okay. <laughs> you are the math guy. You're the space cowboy astronaut, all right? I'm just a fucking journalist. <laughs> Well, where, where are you at? Where are you at on flavor? Um, well, I mean, taste, taste. Yes, you certainly yeah. can taste it, but it's not overpowering. I'm gonna give it like a, I think a five. I think a PBR is middle of the road tasteability. Okay. I was know? gonna give it like a ten out of thirty-seven. Okay, so, like so a little, little lower. Than I, you. I was gonna give it like a four, but I didn't want Colin to come after me too much. Um, yeah, I think that's that. I think that's kind of the baseline. Is like PBR is like tasteable, but nothing. You know, it's not going to punch you in the face either way. Uh, so all of our so it is it is a beer you can drink and, and taste. It is a drinkable yes. beer you can taste. We, we, yes. we have yeah. nailed that down. <laughs> all right, cool. <laughs> stamp of approval. The Bruce and Bruins stamp of approval. <laughs> Highly sought right out. There. Very rare. They're gonna be they're gonna be on cans everywhere in a few years. Just like <laughs> little. Little stamp. I'm gonna go into the liquor store in the middle of the night and stamp off the beer. And it's gonna have our neon sign on the uh, on the liquor stores. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, do we want to talk about any hockey or is there other? I was gonna jump back to your other uh, your Cam Newton comment because I think I tweeted this out. Oh yeah. We got to talk about our tweets. Somehow, I really didn't realize until yesterday, which is would be Sunday for. You know, two days ago for those who were listening on release day. And eight uh, days ago for those who are catching up next week. Precisely. Um, and 17 days ago, if that lines go. up with when you're listening. And 37 years ago for those who are uh, taking this from the Roswell time capsule. <laughs> Pulling out of the Louvre. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, so somehow I didn't realize, like, I, I, I didn't calculate i guess how weird boston twitter is going to be for me with cam newton on the patriots and (laughs) i I think it's it's even magnified now because i feel like he is an athlete that a lot of people call by his first you know cam is not a super popular athlete name so a lot of people just refer to him as cam literally nobody calls him newton yeah, no, no Newton. It's either Cam like, or Cam Newton. Exactly. I think Brady goes a lot by Tom, but like I think most people just call him Brady, as evidenced by me calling him Brady to start it. Yeah, mm-hmm. or or like Tom Brady, right? And oh, I'm getting a hand delivered shot here. What are hey. we? What are we taking shots of? Bacardi. Bacardi. <laughs> All right, pitter patter. Let's get out of here. Sorry, guys. Hold on one sec. It's my roommate's birthday today, which he didn't tell me until today. Woo! Happy so. birthday. He can't hear me. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. What's your roommate's name? Thank Matt. you, guys. Happy birthday, Matt. Happy birthday, Matt. Uh, that was a that was a drinkable rum you can taste. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's do a review. Let's do a review. That one's about a one to... two on the drinkability scale. Out of thirty-seven? No, out of ten. 
I'll give it a th- I'll give it a three in, as far as rum, you know, whatever. And then uh, taste, yeah, I'm giving that three and three actually. You know, it's three not like three. it's not the worst thing I've ever drank. It's far from it actually, but definitely. Wait, wait. Uh, are, are you rating the quality of taste or the amount that that you can taste it? Because I feel like generally Bacardi. You can taste. That's it okay. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. We're gonna have to really. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to crunch some numbers this week, Chris, and I think figure out the <laughs> formula because right now we're working on a kind of a beta. I think I'll throw uh, together to, a spreadsheet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on you. I'll and then I'll like tweet it out. Like you do all the work, and then I'll tell people what you're doing, which is kind of that's kind of how well, society you'll retweet works. it. Re- retweet <laughs> yeah, I'll it get a news account. I'll get CBS 13 to retweet it because we're hashtag on your side. <laughs> um. <laughs> Anyway, back to Cam Newton. <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it was magnified week one. Obviously, everybody's looking, you know, you, when you're coming in to replace Tom Brady, you're going to have a big spotlight on you, and especially when you're a guy like Cam Newton that's pretty eccentric and stuff to begin with. So hopefully uh, the tweets slow down a little bit. Um, but it was interesting. I kept like, you know what I really was doing? I was like scrolling through, and I was like, Almost imagining that it was like a like a Madden career mode, and everybody's like, "Cam is coming in for the Patriots," and I was like, "Oh yeah, I knew this day would come. We all did, you know." Uh, Cam, who was <laughs> tweeting, "Cam is coming in for the Patriots"? All right, is, you know what I mean. <laughs> Probably no one, okay, but you know what, Chris? Fuck you. Talk now. Uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah talk. he's replacing the whole team. He's coming in for the Patriots. I thought I thought Cam looked good. That was. Uh... You know, uh, and and then Cam Newton also looked good. Ooh, some brews of brews flirtation going on. Ayo. Now Cam's talking to his roommate. Apparently, he's more important. Guys, so. apparently we're out of lettuce. <laughs> I got some lettuce. You're right out of lettuce or the devil's lettuce, there, Cam. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, no, we are. Uh, we're out of lettuce, which we used. What did we make? What did we make with lettuce? Burgers. Burgers. Oh, oh, we made bacon blue you cheese. You made lettuce burgers. burgers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like those vegan <Deacon> burgers. <laughs> oh no, it was bacon blue cheeseburgers. It was really good. Some quality stuff. Blue cheese onion bacon. Yeah. You know what I had uh, on Sunday Sunday morning for breakfast? Uh, what did you have picked, on Sunday morning for breakfast? My roommate picked up some uh, Nashville hot bacon. Um, and it was really weird. Uh, what the fuck is that? So, you know the, like, dry rub they put on hot chicken in Nashville? Yeah. It was that sure. on bacon. I suppose that makes sense. It was How'd it go? It was very strange. Uh, I think, like, since bacon is already, like, a salty meat, it was, like, overpoweringly salty, but... The flavor was good. High grades so, and taste. <laughs> so that would be a high taste but a low drinkability. Yes. Or eatability, I guess. So you can't have too much of it. Like one or two on the drinkability scale but like a nine on the taste? Sure, out of ten. On the Anders yeah, Bjork yeah, scale, yeah. yeah. On, the, on the Anders Bjork scale, which is, of course, the standard scale here in the United States of America. <laughs> um, on Cam Newton... Um, <laughs> tell us what you thought. <laughs> We're circling back to that. Um, I I was thinking. I think he's the only guy that actually could like replace Brady, like that I can think of from like a 
like feasible. kind of a mental standpoint. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like you got like personality oh, wise because you mean? he's just like such a different kind of player. But I'm talking mentally. Like you throw Stidham in, you're throwing him to the wolves. Like with the added tack on that, you're trying to replace the greatest quarterback of all time, basically. And Cam Newton kind of has, like, you know, at times you see his ego kind of as a bad side, but you can also see as a good side his confidence and his wanting to win and everything. Um, and I think he like really wants that spotlight, you know, and that challenge to kind of replace Brady in a way. Um, I don't really buy into the so whole yeah. like Cam has a huge ego thing. Like I think every quarterback in the, in the yeah, NFL for does. sure. And, he's and just definitely of, like, like he shows it a little more. He's more visible uh, with it. He's not afraid to hide. Brady that. Brady every game would like run out onto the field and like fucking fist pump and scream let's fucking go. But you see like Cam Newton celebrating his first touchdown, doing the Wakanda Forever sign, and Brady celebrates his first touchdown by spiking it by himself and like fucking screaming and not really uh celebrating with his teammates so i mean i don't know cam looks like he's fitting in really well with the team so far and everyone seems to fucking love the guy and i mean yeah yeah all the fans already seem to love the guy and i i mean no no offense to tom brady or anything like he gave us 20 years of excellent football but i mean this team is better with him now Mm-hmm. I think uh, two things. One, um, on the Cam Newton point, as long as he doesn't like disparage female reporters, then we'll be in great shape. Yeah, for uh, sure. Two, I, on the Brady, this is random shit, but I saw a tweet about how this is the fourth decade in a row that Brady and Breeze have faced off against each other, dating back to the 80s, it would have been, right? 80s, yeah. 80s in, uh, in college, Michigan versus Purdue. <laughs> which is like insane to think about that these guys have gone against each other for four fucking decades. Like, yeah, that that isn't that crazy. Drew, Drew Brees and Tom Brady in the eighties. Uh, it would have been the nineties. Sorry, it was math the 90s. is hard. Nineties. <laughs> wait, nineties. <90s? laughs> say. Wait, yeah, no, no, nineties. No, I know. I was like, I, I was, it sounded yeah. wrong. I was like, math. <laughs> two to eight. That's four. But yeah, no, no, no. It was the nineties. That would have been before I was born. They were playing against each other in college. <laughs> My, is you, Damn, didn't realize the they were part. that old. Here's the sad part. Here's the sad part is that my brain was like, that makes no fucking sense. The eighties was too long ago. Let's but then the math part of my brain was like, eight to twelve. That's difference of four. Must be it. I must just be dumb. But I'm so, so old. Part I of my still, brain was right. But I'm so old. I still calculate decades ago by from like the year 2000 so like 1970 is still like 30 years ago to me i kind of do that for 2010 sort of but yeah i feel that and here we are in 2020 which and uh, let me just throw it out there 2020 is not a drinkable beer you can taste okay it's (laughs) you can taste taste it but you can taste it but it's not drinkable at all very high on the taste scale (laughs) uh chris you look like you're you're looking pretty fucking american today i just want could you please comment on that? Uh, yeah, so I bought this tank uh, for the 4th of July plenty of years ago. Um, and it just happens to be one of the last clean sleeveless shirts that I have right now. And it is so hot. Are you licensed in, to in my room. carry those guns? Or, uh, <laughs> oh, look at this guy. Holy shit, Chris just broke his camera by flexing. 
Did <laughs> really, I really? It literally, your Sense muscles were so wave. big that it just broke through the computer Damn. screen. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, it brought the that. Instagram filter um, back. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like ninety one, ninety two degrees outside, and which means it's about eighty five degrees in my room right now. So that requires shirtlessness. Um, Bro, I don't want to hear your fucking complaining. It's 59 degrees Fahrenheit here in Portland right now, okay? 59. Dude, I would kill a kitten for that right now. Uh, Dude, you'd kill a kitten for fucking anything. I don't want to hear that slander. (laughs) Uh, For the record, I would not kill a kitten in any circumstance. It's a cold open right Saving somebody's life. Do not (laughs) cold open that. Thank you. You're cold opening that. Hey, okay, Chris, you want to edit this week? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, Cam, Cam, go edit. Yeah, I think I I fucking will. Yeah. I got to edit my own podcast this week. Uh not oh, so this, this isn't, isn't your podcast. podcast. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, wait. Whatever, Chris. Whatever. Not a big deal. I'm, I'm, right, I'm third Chris wheel. Now. I'm third wheel on this podcast. Let's be honest. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's Drew and I just doing a bunch of bullshit, and then you somehow carry it up enough <laughs> to make it somewhat respectable. <laughs> I think that's the opposite of what I said, but uh, thank you. Oh, we'd be canceled if we didn't have you, Chris. Oh, no, absolutely. I, I quite frankly am shocked that we're not canceled already. Yeah. Probably just because no one. I don't think enough this, people but, listen to yeah, us. To be exactly. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, uh, still I, a shocking amount of people are still listening so thanks to everyone for yeah, that no for real actually though anybody listening good on you and if you're not related to me then what the fuck are you doing listening to this <laughs> i appreciate it <laughs> um drew is is the host this week so i'm gonna make him come up with things to say but in the meantime chris you seem to be the guy to ask on this have you checked our rankings this week in uh in the, in the countries across the world we are after all a worldwide podcast okay this doesn't limit to the united states and canada we are a global phenomenon well i mean not a great time to be asking that question because i think we fell out of every ranking except for brazil um, look we are brazil. we're a transparent podcast here okay if we just report the truth <laughs> yeah <laughs> No fake news here. Uh, we're 37 in Brazil, holding strong. Um, I think that's that's. Did our you say ranking. 37? Yeah, well, I, th- I think that was uh, clearly uh, done on purpose, right? Which, yeah, on the scale of drinkable podcasts you can taste, that's the best you can get. It's 37 out of 37. You can taste our podcast. (laughs) Cam, I'm glad you knew that I had checked that before we recorded. (laughs) I I figured, honestly, I actually didn't know. That's why I was like, Drew's going to have to say a bunch of words and fill time while Chris looks it up, but... um, but Oh, I I really should have used that time to think. Do you guys get Um, those emails from Chartable? um maybe my my personal email isn't uh hooked up to it. it's just the brews and bruins email i do get By the some way, emails for, yeah. for any business inquiries please email brews and <laughs> yeah. bruins at gmail.com we go on there it's like fucking <laughs> like anheuser-busch like I, wants to get i check it once in a while sponsorship. like <laughs> i said i up, check it maybe like every other week or something but I no, nothing's email. there I set up an email for Fairweather fans, uh, which is recording its first episode in like six months uh, on Wednesday. Um, so tune mm-hmm. in to Fairweather fans. Uh, we'll talk about Celtics and Patriots and stuff. Um, I set up the email for that like before we recorded the first episode, and I've never checked it. 
So I'm kind of interested in what kind of spam emails we've gotten over the years uh, through that. Do you get any like weird spam through the Bruins and Bruins email? Yeah, dude, like uh, hella millionaires really. like asking to fund us, and it's like you know we just have so many offers for partnerships, but we want to keep it local, you know. We did get an email from Buzzsprout saying like, "Hey, if you want to like throw in like throw your hat in the ring for advertisers here, like go for it." But but we were like, "No, nah, we don't want to sell out." Yeah, yeah, no, I don't, I don't take, I don't take uh, bribes from corporations. <laughs> I, I will. I will gladly uh, promote any brewery who is willing to send us beer. Okay, so I was trying to figure out things to talk about. Today's September 14th, so I googled this day in hockey history. Uh, Hockey Hall of Fame uh, popped up as a thing, so I did it September 14th. So it says, September 14th, 1950, former NHL center Orest Kinderchuk, born in Nanton, Alta? Alberta. Yeah. Wait, 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 What the fuck just happened, Drew? Nanton, comma, A-L-T-A. I guess that's Alberta, but I feel like that's a really weird way to do it. The first two letters and the last two letters? Yeah, that's weird. I'll give Drew a pass Kinderchuk played in the NHL 1972-73 through 1981-82 at Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington. So it doesn't say why that date is of significance. It just gives me some random facts about this dude. I'm going to assume he was either abducted on that day or it's his birthday. But Speaking of abductions, Drew, you been busy lately? Or, uh... <laughs> what? I know you said induction, oh. not abduction, but I figured, you know, it wasn't that much of a stretch. Oh, is this me kidnapping Chris joke? There you go. Way to catch up to the party here, Drew. <laughs> it absolutely was. I was like, what? Uh, no, Drew's I like, where am I? <laughs> kidna- I haven't kidnapped anyone in a little bit, so we're good. That's going to be the cold open right there. I haven't kidnapped anyone in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad something is usurped by killing a kitten. So we're good. Don't worry. It I doesn't think... happen a little bit, so we're all good. <laughs> I have a random hockey question for you guys. I don't remember if we went over this last week because I was pretty drunk, <laughs> so to be honest with you. But anyway, uh, who are you guys like rooting for out of the – you know? The, who was left here? In the, we in the 100% uh, talked stars. about it. <laughs> yeah, I think we did. We, did. we I that kind of vaguely remember, but yeah, not stars. The, not the thin blue aisles. I'm definitely rooting for the stars now. I'm changing my answer because uh, now the knights are losing, and I'm I'm mentally preparing myself for an Islanders. Uh, well, I guess it's probably more likely that the Lightning are going to win that series, but yeah, mentally preparing sure. myself for stars to be playing at least either the uh the lightning or the islanders and i hope it's not the islanders but if if the stars and islanders are playing for the fucking stanley cup it's gonna be so funny because this is the one it was like this is the weirdest playoff that's ever existed like from the start and we almost got like the most rational outcome like that's true had, yeah yeah we almost yeah. had like the four best teams in the in the finals and didn't quite get there and now like there is a chance that the two best teams i mean like the bruins technically based on record but like i don't know the lightning are really fucking good could be in the final but 
or we could get the stars and the islanders and that would be so <laughs> fucking perfect yeah i mean that would be pretty fitting for 2020 for sure but i don't know i definitely want to see the stars i would like to see them in the in the final not that i have anything against vegas or anything but i don't know i think it'd be kind of cool for dallas it's been a while since they've really been a force in hockey so all right yeah, let's play a game um, uh closest um, to the pin what was peter uh, okay. solaric's number uh, oh, 53. Neither of you were even close. What was it? It's like 83. Oh, I was gonna say 84. <laughs> Fuck. Actually, I think. Wait, I what, think did he, you, what did you? What did you say, Cam? I think he did I, have a, a wait, different what did number. I say? I wanna... 28, I think. <laughs> like Andre Kasha. Okay, so I was closer. Price is right rules. I think he might have graduated to a better number at some point. Yeah, he was 22. Um, he wore uh, uh, he wore eighty three before Carson Cole twenty seventeen twenty I'm on the hockey reference page. But what at, what uh, prompted that? Can you look up? Um, what was Matt Barkowski forty three? Like he was forty three. Yeah. yeah, fucking right. He was. Hell yeah! I like that we all remember that because you know Matt Barkowski was such a foundational player for the Boston Bruins organization. <laughs> I mean, he he was important for that like couple games stretch <laughs> in 2013 yeah which holy shit do you guys remember matt bartkowski being a part of the Bruins organization in 2011 i think yeah. yes actually yeah 2011 2012 season i didn't even remember him playing that year <laughs> Tell us did, he, he did he play that year it says he wore the 43 number 2011 to 2015, so he must have played. Um, yeah, so he must have played a game or two. Yeah. Okay, name one other player other than Danton Heinen to wear the number 43 for the Bruins. Matt Barkowski. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it seemed like you teed up that one pretty easily. I meant other than Matt Barkowski as well. Oh, Danton Heinen. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, yeah, I there's... Uh, Hin 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 Nidhi Fox H N Shane Knighty uh, Shane Knighty was Shane Knighty forty three? No. Oh, I was gonna uh, say Drew remembered that, and I remembered how to say his name. I, I, think, I think the only one that somebody might get uh is Jan Statsny, but uh that was only for one season. My favorite is nineteen ninety to nineteen ninety one. Bob Beers wore forty three. <laughs> Bobby and... Beers. We should really get him so, on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's see if we can get Bob Beers on the podcast. That would be pretty sweet. Also Matt Hervey, not to be confused with uh MLB pitcher Matt Harvey, wore the number in nineteen ninety two. Not ninety two, ninety three, not ninety one, ninety two. He wore it ninety two. Then Den- Denis Denis Cherviakov wore it in 93. And then Al Lafrate wore it in 94. None of them wore it for more than part of a season. Look, I mean, we can talk about all the players that wore the numbers, but at the end of the day, it's going to be Matt Barkowski's name that goes up to the rafters. Before it's in the rafters, so. yeah. <laughs> all right, name any player who wore the number 38 for the Bruins. Um, the limit does not exist. I'll give you a hint. Uh, there's at least one Hall of Famer in there. I think just one. Um, and one of them was 
pretty much just hated in Boston for the entire time he was here because he was a bust. Um, also, the Hall of Famer uh, won a Stanley Cup with the Lightning in 2004. I was tweeting. Can you repeat that? <laughs> <laughs> Man, this is such a good segment. Uh, the Hall of Famer was Dave Andrichuk. Oh, of uh, course. <clears throat> and Jordan Caron was the uh Oh, the ruins the legend. Oh, Jordan wow. Yeah. Yes. On this rock, I shall build my church. <laughs> Upon this rock, I shall build my Jordan Caron church. This is, this is such a good, like, walk down memory lane. Just, like, looking through who has been... Uh, a, who has worn that sweater? The same one. Yeah, they don't even wash him. Patrice Bergeron uh, gained his sweater from Lee Gorin. Then they just keep adapting it to keep up with the logo. It's going to be difficult. Like, who are they going to put in the rafters between for thirty-seven? Maybe they'll put up like a, a thirty-seven with two different names on it. Yeah, they might have to. Well, that was fun. Damn, was I? wrong Holy that was a shit. fun what, segment what number did uh oh he was 34 quran no soderberg uh, soderberg yeah i the so one i'd swede he wore 31 with i think colorado i don't know if i don't know uh, but i got confused because he is not on the list of 31s and so this is the Zane McIntyre episode. Oh yeah! Wow, very also, cool. Rip. Also the uh, also the Gary Cheevers episode. <laughs> <laughs> Although he only he wore the away. number from nineteen sixty-six to nineteen sixty-eight. Oh, he came back. Boy, a little <laughs> little little salty over there, Cam. Nah, pretty sweet. This Cumberland Farms coffee has a little too much sugar in it, so. Just my own doing. Sugar in your coffee. Oh, I always get sugar in my coffee. Welcome to the coffee and something podcast. I don't know. Coffee and brandy. Coffee and (laughs) a little Irish coffee. A little. I smell Jamo in there. Candy here. Okay, jamming. Um, I was down with it. uh, (laughs) Okay, so close to the pin. What was? What was? Gary Cheever's <laughs> career save percentage. Uh, nine oh nine. Cam nine twelve. Drew is closer. It's nine oh one. Mm. Guys, but Price is right. Rules. Neither of us win. Correctly. I actually had no idea what Jerry Cheever's uh, career looked like. He played for. He played two games in Toronto when he was 21 years old and then played his next NHL game with the Bruins at the age of 25. Damn, that's pretty crazy. Probably should have spelled his name right, though. Yeah, and then played 1965 through 1972 with the Bruins. Then I he played in the WHA from 1972 to 1976 and then came back to the Bruins for his age 35 through 39 seasons. <laughs> Fucking wild. I wonder if he won any big games in that span. Uh yeah, I mean, he played for the Cleveland Crusaders, so you know he had um, to have won oh, some big games. Guy's a legend. Legendary team. Okay. So also, so what Cle- happened? Cleveland Crusaders have sick fucking logo. 
what happened with Cheevers was that he was owned by the Maple Leafs and then drafted by the Bruins. So he was owned by the Maple Leafs, he played with them, and then he was drafted by the Bruins. I, how does that because work? Because shit was whack back then. No, dude, it was the 70s. Um, Everybody was on so many drugs. And then, no and then he played like in the juniors until Boston was like, Boys. okay, you can come now. Boys, I'm going to need you to Wikipedia. do a quick Google image search of the Cleveland Crusaders sweaters because holy shit, this is the sickest shit I've seen. I'm about to look it's it the, up. It's the Kings purple and black. Ooh. But with like a really sick logo. If you're driving and listening, please don't Google it. But if you're just sitting there having a good time, do Google yeah. it. It's pretty cool. It is different for sure. Huh. I don't think of a lot of like 1970s like random ass teams as being yeah. like, man, somebody should Bring steal this color scheme and logo, but not bad. Yeah, it's a it's an interesting logo. It's it's like it's very different. I feel like I've seen that font somewhere else though. Yeah, it's uh that's like Irish. Yeah, yeah, theme. yeah. Yeah, for sure. A lot of Cleveland lot of get- Crusaders and sleeveless Newfoundlanders, <laughs> Newfoundlanders. A lot of people get tattoos with that. Newfoundlanders, yeah, that would be it. So I was thinking about buying a uh, a banjo. Oh, you should 100 percent buy a banjo, dude. No question. I got my, yeah, I, got I told him buy it with trigger. the uh, pod money. <laughs> yeah, all the all the money that's flying in from the pod. Uh, by the yeah. way, we uh, people donate to our our Patreon that doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, right. We set one up. <laughs> Yeah, because we'd get so many donations for sure. Be raking in cash, boys. <laughs> I think if we did if we did a Patreon, we'd get like minimum two subscribers. I think like no, I, you know what we should, oh, you know what we should do <laughs> is sometimes people are like, you should drink this beer. We'll buy it for us. Send it to our Patreon with the name of the beer, <laughs> and we'll each get some. And then we'll take I, your money and buy PBR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've never had all anyone... the remaining money goes to PBR. Any, I've, never had, I've never had anyone tell me what beer I should be drinking on the podcast. So tell me what beer I should be drinking on the podcast. That's true. Yeah. No, Except someone Colin, someone Colin messaged me, me on Twitch. Be... Someone messaged me on Twitch like, "Hey, if I want to send like beers to you guys, how do I do that?" I was like, "We all live in three different places." So <laughs> not only that, we live in three places sure. across the entire continent. So send <laughs> us each a case of beer, and yeah pay for all that shipping fucking right <laughs> or personally it. deliver it but yeah, non-contact nice delivery yeah, yeah non-contact. i do appreciate anybody who uh who listens to this podcast and thinks that we deserve something for doing this <laughs> <laughs> other than deserve to be be fired but yeah <laughs> well there's no one to fire well i guess it could we can't get fired by brewitt's diary i mean we've I was all talking about my real job but Colin. yeah yeah <laughs> we're presenting well, drew you haven't been fired by colin have you? yeah I, i'm most fired though, no so because i'm the only that. one who's been on every episode so far that's wow true, yeah. big guy yeah low-key flex all right whatever no low-key i got nothing else going on <laughs> fair <laughs> high key actually high key no actually i'm back in school and shit it's uh it's it's schooly you getting your degree in podcasting yeah, actually. No, actually, I mentioned the podcast in class in my uh, presentation. I heard about this. My PowerPoint. Um, I actually didn't talk about it. I just made a slide. I don't think anyone saw it. <laughs> it 
<laughs> so it wound up that the, the teacher screwed up on the due dates of things. So the assignment was always dated. This is due on the 11th. And within it, she said these, this PowerPoint is due like by the 5th. And then your comments on people's PowerPoints is due by the 11th. And I was like, oh, no, it's the 11th. I gotta do this all now. Um, so I don't think anyone's sorry. I mean, I guess she did, and she gave me a five out of five rating on the assignment, so I'm good. But what was it? Out of I like, wish. Wow, that podcast drinkable beer you can taste. Well, you both just said shit, and I didn't hear either one of you. <laughs> it was a joke about uh, rating it on the scale of drinkability oh, and taste. Yeah, we were pretty much both oh, making terrible oh, shitty jokes. Oh. Yes, my assignment was very drinkable. The words were like liquid, they were <laughs> fluent. <laughs> Fluent. Fluent. <laughs> fluid. Oh, fluid. righty then. <laughs> I'm fluent in Drew, how many in beers in are you right now? Yes, I'm very fluent in English. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the new f- if you've made it this far into the podcast, congratulations. I come bearing good news. At this point in the recording, Cam's audio recording abruptly and unnoticeably cut out, sparing you of about 20 more minutes of nonsensical ramblings in what can only be described as a merciful intervention by God. In lieu of our bullshit, please enjoy the following comments with no context whatsoever. And while you're acting irrationally, go ahead and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or share this episode with a friend so that we can convince some breweries to come on our stupid show and give you something that's, well, actually worth listening to. The Brews and Bruins Podcast thanks you for your support. Free agents. Looking for, looking for a set of chompers? <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. I gotta oh, finish this beer th- before the end of the episode. That doesn't even sound drinkable. Sex and Candy by Marcy Playground. If you can taste it, it's probably pretty good. I don't know. No, that's not true. Um. <laughs> all, all rectangles are squares, it. but not all squares are rectangles. Or the other way around. I forget which one it is. but All rectangles are squares, but squares are not rectangles. Yeah, that's it. Whoa! Ooh, Chris with the uh, Gronk Spike. We, on the count of three, we all have to start singing a song. Okay. It's going to be all three songs. All right, ready? Got your song? Yep. One, two, three. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, N, O, P, Q, R, S, G. Platform double swing, yeah, there she will. Yeah, there she Devious stares in my direction. Mama, this surely is a dream. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot believe that I got through that <laughs> with you guys doing that.